Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. today by uh, doing the refuges uh, and precepts, chanting the refuges and precepts. Uh, You might have seen the moon last night. Um, It's called a snow moon. Um, Native Americans would call it that because it was, it's the moon in February where there was often, there's often snow and it's particularly large uh, and bright. So, um, uh, because we're uh, close, closer to uh, to the sun in the orbit, and uh, in the tradition, uh, in the monastics chant the the refuges and precepts. Uh, they chant them every day, but particularly on the uh, on the full moon and the new moon uh, are uh, extra chanting days. So we'll do our refuges and five precepts and those who are doing eight precepts uh, can do that with me when we get to the six, seven, eighth part and everyone do the last. And when we chant the refuges and the precepts, um, I would encourage rather than just saying the words that you take them to heart. The refuge is, it's refuge to connect with the Buddha right inside of you. This is your true home, as Ajahn Chah would say. Refuge in the Dharma, in what life is giving you in each moment to wake up and how much you love the Dharma. Refuge in the Sangha that we're creating here together to really feel the support of, uh, of those three. And when you're chanting the precepts, the Buddha says to, uh, to tune into the purity of heart is a very wonderful place to feel your own goodness, your own commitment to acting with integrity so do it as a as a a joyful commitment uh, rather than just saying the words okay so we'll do it together namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa namo tassa bhagavato arhato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranga Chami Dhammang Saranga Chami 
Sangam Saranga Chami Dutiampi Budang Saranga Chami Dutiampi Damang Saranga Chami Dutiampi Sangam Saranga Chami Tatiampi Budang Saranga Chami Tatiampi Damang Saranga Chami Tatiampi Sangang Saranga Chami Panati Pata Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Adinadana Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Abramacharya Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Musavada Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Sura Meraya Majapamadatana Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Eight preceptors Vila Bojana <laughs> Vila Bojana Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami. Let's all do that together. Vikala Bojana Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami. Maybe we'll call in response now. Nacha Gita Vadita Visukadasana Malaganda Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Mandana Vibhusanatana All together Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Uchasayana Mahasayana Verapmani Sikapadam Samadhyami Everyone Idame Silam Magapalanyanasa Pachayo Hotu As we sit here today, you've heard a lot of instructions about many aspects of experience to notice. We started with primary object, whichever it is for you, the breath or body or other kind of uh, home base and opening up to a number of different aspects of experience, sensations, sounds, 
emotions, thoughts, and today I wanted to offer a way to work with all of these, a couple of ways to work with all of these. We still have more instructions to come, but with the ones that we've done so far, sometimes the question comes, well, when do I stay with the primary object? When do I go to another aspect of experience? How long should I stay there? Should I stay there if it's predominant only or if it's not predominant? How do I know what to do next? And I want to just offer you today that there's no one right way that you do whatever supports you being present. If you find that being with a primary object is most supportive for you, you might be in a a phase in your practice where you just want to stay collected and compose the mind and go in in a more um, unifying way and just stay with the breath. And even if you've been doing opening up to other objects, you might say, oh, I think I could use a little collecting right now. Or you might use your primary object and go out when something calls you and then come back to the primary object as a kind of home base to touch and reconnect with the present. But also, you might find when you're quite connected and present and not getting too lost when you leave the primary object, that you can be more open to whatever is presenting itself and not necessarily needing to come back to your home base. What's called a a more choiceless awareness where you're just opening to the moment as it's being offered to you. But at other times, even if you've been doing that for a while, you might notice, well, no, listening to a particular sound outside of a turkey or some other sound or a bird is really interesting and that's where I'm drawn. That's okay, even if it's subtle one. So there's no right or wrong. It's any moment of mindfulness is just as good as any other moment of mindfulness. The key is to notice it with interest and ease and a kind awareness meeting whatever is here without grasping if it's pleasant, without pushing away if it's unpleasant, without taking ownership of the experience. So let's experiment with this for a little while. 
as you're sitting here, first feel grounded in your body. Feel a connection with the earth. Let your posture be an expression of both upright dignity and wakefulness, as well as ease and receptivity. Any places of tension or holding, just invite them to soften. And we can begin by just exploring different aspects of experience, moving back and forth from one to another. First be with your primary object. Always here to return to whenever you're lost or confused. Always here to explore with more interest if that's what's calling you. And it's more of a sense of a figure ground where that particular focus is in the foreground and just letting everything else be in the background, not putting any blinders or pushing anything away, just letting the mind be relaxed and spacious and being interested in the foreground of this home base. And now, shifting your awareness, letting the breath recede into the background, and notice all the other sensations in your body just as they're presenting themselves. You can't catch everything, just see what's here. Pulsings, vibration, pressures, just notice the, sh the whole show, one, one moment after another. Just settle back and enjoy the show. Life moving through you.
And now we can shift attention now to the experience of hearing. Just letting the sensations be in the background and notice whatever sounds are heard, the sound of my voice, subtle sounds in the room, the sound of silence. Silence is a wonderful place to rest your awareness. And just notice whatever is here, no controlling it, no efforting, just let the sounds be received. Now for a few moments, tune into your mood, whatever particular mind state you might be experiencing. Maybe it's calm, maybe it's open-heartedness, maybe it's some kind of contraction. Just ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? And however it is, let it be just how it is. Just check it out. How do you know you're feeling it? No judgment, nothing to fix. What does it feel like in the body or what does it feel like in the mind, this particular state that you're in, that you find yourself in?
can recognize it and allow it to be here and just bring an interest to it without identifying with it. Oh, this is what is being felt now. Now for a few moments, tune into the thinking process itself. Just for the fun of it, see if you can notice thoughts coming and going. Even the quiet ones that say, oh, not much thought right now. That's a thought as well. Just check out thoughts coming and going. You can be like a cat at a mouse hole, just seeing, oh, there's a thought, there's a thought. One more aspect of experience that we haven't spoken much about and will include more as the retreat goes on, but just notice the awareness that's knowing all of this. That knows, here's a thought, or here's a sound, or here's the breath. That too is part of the show. so many things that we can tune into let go of any directing your attention and just as Ajahn Chah says take the one seat and settle back and notice this moment's experience what is being offered to you and without needing to go back to the primary object, just open up one moment after another to see what's here for you right now without any particular anchor for the next few moments.
it can be very relaxing where you don't have to direct or figure anything out. You just receive experience with interest and ease and non-manipulation. And if something calls your attention and you can be with it in an interested way, great. If something is here and it's not easy to be with it without struggling, then you can choose something else that's more supportive. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. How can I meet this moment with ease and interest and kindness? Anytime you find yourself lost or confused or scattered, you can always come back to your home base to reconnect and recollect. But awareness doesn't care what's being known. And so you can be more of your own authority to simply know what's happening now Let the moment be as it is, unless some adjustment is needed. And open to it with a relaxed, interested, kind awareness, one moment at a time.
So first, a couple of announcements. Uh, there'll be linen exchange today, and uh, there'll be signs posted this afternoon on the on the board. Uh, so just take a look at the board for that to change your sheets or towels. <clears throat> also on on my interview list, uh, if you see me today. Um, the last couple of uh, slots are changed, so just take a look and make sure you you see that. Um, and uh, also, if you're uh, seeing Susie, uh, the last person there, uh, check the board if you're at the end of her list. Um, as you can see, uh, there's. Um, a few people are off today, uh, Temple and Kamala and Beth. So if you would normally be seen, uh, seeing them next, um, you'll see them tomorrow. They'll be back. Mm. Where are, you, are you posting sign? You're doing sign-ups and, uh, and are you sitting with Susie? Are you sitting with, with anyone? But you'll be doing sign-ups, right? So JD will have some sign-ups uh, if you want to check in. So let's see if there's any questions or comments about practice. Here's a few. So JD will get to you. Oh, great. Um, <clears throat> last night, Kamala talked about um, when approaching reactivity to uh, allow the heart and mind to be more spacious, that the balance <clears throat> is in more spaciousness. Put it real close to you. Yeah. And um, I'm wondering if, if, if you have any tips on how to, when noticing that there's a really tight clenched space of reactivity, what are tips for opening up to spaciousness? Any sense of what you do to create more space? I have my tricks, like becoming grateful for something around me, looking for beauty, um, or listening that can expand mm -hmm. the field. But sometimes those just don't work, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Okay, but those are... Two really good ones. Uh, opening to sounds is a really good object to um, to get some space in the mind and the heart. And just even being interested in the in the sounds, you're not feeding the whatever it is that that's stirring you up. Um, gratitude also is a really great way to open the heart. Meta as well. You're just kind of directing your attention to something that's uh, that's more uh, supportive and expansive inside. Um, looking around is another. Just kind of using sight and what's called resourcing yourself. Just coming back and and connecting with what's here. So again, you're 
you're taking the attention off the story uh, in the same way that just feeling your feeling your feet on the ground or feeling uh, feeling your your body sitting if you're in uh, in the hall the breath is a really great way to create spaciousness nice deep breaths because when we get contracted and agitated often we feel bottled up and so nice deep breaths um, can help to open up to hold more energy and if you are sitting you can take the deep breaths and imagine that your field is much larger than just your skin okay so just opening up that way um, then there are some reflections that you can do as well um, one just reflecting on impermanence whatever you're going through right now you're going to smile again you're going to laugh again you're going to shift your current experience again and just knowing that so you can see bigger than I'm stuck right now and holding it bigger um, and um, and coming back to self-compassion is uh, another really good way I don't know if we've done self-compassion have we done self-compassion here okay so maybe oh we can just spend a moment and maybe do some more later when we're agitated we need to calm ourselves down okay so here's a a very uh, simple but powerful way to collect and soothe the whole system this is the self-compassion break that uh, Kristen Neff and, and uh, Christopher Germer who are practitioners in our uh, uh, in our community have developed very simple this is good for uh, all of us okay this is how I do it first first step is put your hand on your heart we could all try this right now and this in itself releases oxytocin stimulates the the vagus nerve and it physiologically calms down the system so just feel that for a few moments tune into that tender touch and they suggest a few reflections three reflections and you can use your own variation of it first one is just acknowledging oh this is a moment of suffering or this is hard right now second reflection suffering is a part of life and you might think of the millions of people who are going through what you're going through right now so you're not alone it's the the common humanity of it all you might even have compassion for all of them and let yourself be in there too suffering is part of life and the third is let me hold this suffering with compassion and kindness and just to send that to yourself and as you're feeling this there is the one inside that needs comforting and there's the wise one that is knowing how to comfort her or him 
And so you're kind of coming into wholeness that you can hold yourself. And if you don't remember all of those phrases, maybe I'll write them up on the board. Just, uh, just putting your hand on your heart or, or hugging yourself or whatever feels right um, just calms the system down. So you might find any one of those that, that works. Walking also, if you're feeling a lot of intense energy, to just discharge yourself. Go for a good walk. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I had a question about being aware of thoughts. So I'm not, I'm not quite there yet in my practice, and I was kind of curious what is, what is actually possible to attain here. Um, so I will tend, to, I will notice thoughts after the thoughts. Is it possible? So it sounds like I can work towards noticing during the thoughts, or is there anything to notice? as it arises, before it arises? Are there any precursors? I don't know. It is possible. Don't try too hard. Okay. <laughs> in fact, in the very trying, you're going to just be wound up and I'm not yeah. doing this right, which is just a whole lot more right. thoughts. Um, and so you just notice a thought whenever you happen to notice it. Okay. And when you do notice it, Instead of feeling frustrated that you hadn't known it all that time, celebrate. Ah, back in the present, here I am. And often when you notice a thought as just a thought and don't jump on the, into the movie, it disappears because you're not feeding it. See how ephemeral it is. Oh, there you were lost in this, you know, back in junior high or wherever you were, you know, and, oh, woke up, oh, thinking, oh, look at that. When you get quiet, it is possible to notice a thought just near the beginning. And if you're, it is also possible when you're really still and really quiet, at times you can notice a thought about to bubble up. Cool. Don't hang on to it because it's not going to last. So you just see whatever you see and notice the process of thinking rather than getting involved too much in the content of the thought. Thank you. All the way in the back, maybe last one. Thank you. It'll be short. I just want to give appreciation to something you said that was so helpful. You said, just sit back and enjoy the show. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so playful and light and non-controlling. So I'm going to keep that with me and enjoy <laughs> the theater of it all. <laughs> It makes it fun, and I appreciate your appreciative joy and book and all that you do about joy. So anyway, thanks for bringing that to us.
Thank you. Most welcome. It's so um, it's so easy to make this a chore and or a pass fail test. I'm going to do this right. I'm going to be a good meditator. They talked about suffering. I'll be with suffering. Bring it on. And it's important to know how to be with suffering. It's the first noble truth. You don't want to run away from it, but you don't need to add on extra. And actually, it's so much easier to be present when there's a lightness of heart. And when you're not taking it personally, the moment is always here for you. Here's another one. Wow, here's another one. And another one. It just keeps on coming. And you don't have to figure anything out. Just if you can find a sense of connection and ease and interest and presence, um, just enjoy the show. Yeah. More to come on that. Okay. So um, enjoy the show. <laughs> and... Uh, um, yeah, it's a, a beautiful day. Really, one of the things that I, I like to, to mention is, um, um, and I'll, I think I'll talk more about it tonight, when you're feeling um, a sense of ease and uplift and wholesome state, oh, it's a beautiful day. Here I am giving myself over to practice, you know. Notice that too. Wow. It's a good moment right now. You don't have to wait for the suffering to come. So be here with everything. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.